This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. So we could talk about the Calgary Stampeders and the Toronto Argonauts. We could talk about Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, but no. It's the day after the big game last night in Montreal, and we've got to talk about this. Here's the thing. This is the third down and four with a minute 23. They could opt for a field goal, but they're going for the first down here. This could be ball game right here. Third and three. Darian goes over the middle. Nick Lewis makes the first down. And he is now the CFL's all-time reception leader. Nick of all time. 10.30 for number eight. 10.30 for number eight, as you saw last night on TSN. And I told you last night, I said, hey, we're going to get Nick Lewis on the program on Friday night. And sure enough, I texted Nick earlier today and he said, Jock, let's do it. Uh, it's a real pleasure to be joined by the GOAT, the greatest of all time in the Canadian Football League, the all-time receiving leader, Nick Lewis, joins us on Sports Talk with Jock. Congratulations, Nick. That uh, that must have been... Thank you. Know, you. I, I know it was a loss, but I tell you what, that, uh, you know, that, what an accomplishment. When, when you look back, you've had 24 hours to reflect now. What's going through your mind? Oh, man, uh, trying to win some football games. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I don't... I don't think it really uh, changes my outlook on on the season and and things like that. It's it'll be great in the off season. And it's great to talk about. It. It was, I just take my mom and my wife out to eat, and uh, the waiter says, uh, "You know, I get to bring food to the the number one all time receiver." Like that was pretty cool, but <laughs> because it wouldn't have happened three days ago, but. You know, other than that, it's still trying to focus on how do we win games down here. Say hi to your mom for me, number one, because Faye is a rock star. Jack says hello, mother. Yes, we 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 love Faye here at uh, News Talk Seven Seventy. I still remember when she came into our studio and made an unbelievable dinner for Mark, Stephen, and myself. It was a very memorable time, and uh, she used to call the post game show. It was it was fantastic. She was a big part of the staple uh, here in Calgary, just just like you were, Nick. And I, yeah, she says hello to everybody. Okay, well, well, good stuff. I'll have to get her on maybe in in a few minutes. But uh, l- let me ask you this question because. It did happen last night. You had your family there. You had your mom there. Uh, that had to be special. So, uh, and and you talked about that last night on TSN. Yeah, I mean, she's been to Montreal twice now. It's the first time to be here since the '08 Grey Cup. Uh, so I win a Grey Cup on her first first visit, and uh, I break the all time record on her second visit to Montreal. So. I guess this is a, a great place for her to come to. Uh, I think that's a fantastic place for her to come to. And and she has meant so much to you, Nick. And, and I think that's important. And you shared that last night, too. Oh, of course. You know, I, I think all my family uh, has meant a lot to me. But, you know, um, coming out of college and, and not knowing what direction I'm going in. And, you know, for her, when I told her I was probably done playing football and she said that, you know, she wasn't done watching me play and that I was going to play for many more years. You know, those are the things that kept me going and uh, allowed me to go to the workout for Calgary and, and be able to ultimately come to Calgary for those years. So uh, to keep me driving forward and keep me moving in this direction, I mean, that was 
That was huge for me. Reset that for us, if you don't mind, because 2004, man, I remember it because I was in the business. Matt Dunnigan was the head coach. That was not a very good team. But we do remember, you know, this this young player that happened to catch over 70 balls was the rookie of the year in the Canadian Football League. Talk about your your start here in Calgary. Was it Matt Dunnigan that, that really gave you the opportunity? Yes. Um, when I did the workout, I did the workout for um, John Jenkins in Dallas. Um, and talking to John and just understanding what kind of offense he wanted to run and was just saying that he was taking over as the offensive coordinator and he was looking to have receivers that can uh, run after the catch and do some things after the catch and uh, want to change things up. And and then getting the call from uh, Matt a couple of days before training camp uh, to head to Calgary. And uh, I told him, I said, just give me a one-way ticket. I'm not coming home. And that was my mindset, and that's what I went in with. And and it's crazy to think now, 14 years later, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's the most impressive thing, Nick. You know, hey, the catches, that speaks for itself because you are the GOAT. But the longevity, players just don't have that opportunity to play as long as they do in this league at a sport that they love to play because it is a game when it's all said and done. And, and you have to be very proud of that, uh, the fact that you have been in this league for 14 years. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge accomplishment. And, like, I, I've talked about guys being so athletic and, and so more di- so much more dynamic. When you look at the receivers in this league, like Brian Burnham and Manny Arsenal and Chris Williams and, and Mark Quay and DeVarge Daniels and, you know, even on our team with BJ and Ernest Jackson and, and Sinopoli and Ellingson and SJ, there's so many different types of receivers and so much – uh, athletic ability out there to still be able to do it today, you know, 14 years later and still be on the field with these guys and, and still be relevant and moving forward is, a, is, a, is an accomplishment of its own. Um, but, you know, I, I, I like to think that getting those guys to learn the game of football and not just using their athletic ability all the time uh, will take them a long way because one day you're not going to be as athletic as you was but you still have to be able to find a way to get it done. And I think that's what I've done. Nick Lewis, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock, the all-time receptions leader in the Canadian Football League. You know, Nick, it's interesting. I know G-Roy reached out last night on the video tribute that, that he sent out to you, but uh, have you had a chance to talk to him today? Uh, we've been texting back and forth. Okay. Uh, somebody that, uh, that I've had a pretty good friendship with for a while now. And, uh and just an awesome individual uh, friend. And and it, it's such a blessing for me because I got to see Terry Vaughn play. I got to see uh, G-Roy play. I got to see Ben Cajon play. Mm-hmm. Um, and all those guys that really set the bar that high. And, and, and even Milt, and not even just for a couple years, but I think I've seen Terry Vaughn for three or four years and, and Milt probably nine years, ten years. Uh, so it allowed me to be able to to watch what greatness was, to see what the standard was. It wasn't like I just opened a book and I see this guy that I've never seen play before that had number one. And so to be able to see it on a weekly basis and to be able to understand it allowed me to grow my game and and ultimately be able to uh, to break their standards. 
so many catches, you know, obviously, you know, 1,030 and, and more to come, and, and so many memorable catches. Uh, but, I, but I must admit, last night watching that game, and when I saw you catch a 1028, uh, that was vintage Nick Lewis. Because you looked like a rookie again. You looked like you were on fire. You did the big hurdle over Lofter. Uh, Lofter, I should say. Uh, that, what was going through your mind on that play? Because that was, that was vintage Nick. Yeah, just trying to find a way to spark the team and, and, and get it done. Um, it's by any means necessary. Uh, it's fourth quarter. We needed a drive. We needed points. And uh, I'm just trying to spark my team. I got an open field. And whenever I see guys start to go low, I feel like my only option is to jump. And sometimes I jump to jump over people, and sometimes I jump just not to take the hit on my on my legs. And so it's whatever I have to do to get get it done. And <laughs> and ultimately, we we end up coming back and, yes. and just falling a little short. Well, fair enough. And and then and then you get catch, you know, ten thirty. And we played the clip from TSN. And I know you know you were excited. You threw the ball to the sidelines. You know you're going to keep that ball. You're going to treasure that ball. Uh, did it almost take a take a relief off your shoulders because now you have accomplished what you were setting out to do this year? Well, I think it's it's not about the accomplishment. It's just about in the back of your mind. It's like, well, if I do get hurt and I'm one or two short, what happens now? Do I get the opportunity to come back? Do I not come back? And those start, things start to play. So once you once you get it, it's like, okay, now it's done. Um, the pressure's off. Well, not really pressure, but, you know, it's just it's more of a relief thing uh, to get it out of the way. Kind of an interesting sidebar. Darian Durant, you know, threw you know the the record pass to G. Roy, and Darian Durant and, and and Darian Durant throws the the record pass to you now. Uh, obviously, and, and, and they played Montreal in that game where he threw the pass to G. Roy. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? So, you know, obviously what comes around goes around. But here in Calgary, I think most Stampeder fans will remember the connection Burris to Lewis. And, and, you know, I think 504 of your passes, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. 508. Yeah. It was 508. 508, 508 with, uh, with Henry yeah. Burris. So that was, that was pretty special there. Yeah. Um, to be able to see that list and to see how many catches from each person. And it's 21 quarterbacks. And I remember all their names. And there's just things that you just remember about each one. But, you know, for the longest time, man, just, just thinking of the what they call the meat and potatoes of my career right there in the middle was, was me and Hank, uh, along with Joffrey Cope and Rambo, man. But that was some, some special years that we got to put together, and, and we got to put together quite a resume together. Talk about the first, because I don't remember the first. You obviously remember the first. Who who who, who was the quarterback uh, back in Calgary? Marcus Crandall. Marcus Crandall got you the first. Marcus Crandall was the first, you know, and, and my first year was Marcus Crandall and Tommy Jones and Michael Souza, um and Kahari Jones my first year. Okay. That I caught passes from, and then the next year, that's when I think Barrett Neely came in. Um, Jason Gesser and Danny Wimpron shortly after, maybe nearly came in after Gesser and Wimpron and Achilles Smith after that. Do you remember the uh, first? Do you remember your uh, first catch? Thank you, came in other. Do, do I remember my first catch? Yeah. What, yeah. What, 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 what was the route? It was, um, it was an out route in task. 
I ran like a 10 yard out route uh, fast and caught the ball, broke like two tackles, ran a guy over, I think, got tackled. And I think it was probably like a 19 yard gain or something like that. Okay. Went there and got up and started celebrating a little bit, jogged back to the huddle. And, uh, yeah, I think I finished with like three or four catches that game for 60, 70 something yards and a touchdown. Wow. First so, game played in Mosaic Stadium. First game? Yeah, yeah. In Mosaic. There you go. The Rider Nation all over you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it really wasn't as bad then. It was, you okay. know, there's two types of Rider fans. It was the Rider fans before the Great Cup in 07 and then the Rider fans after that. So, uh, you, you know, it was just a that 2007 season for them really changed the outlook of a lot of the younger fans uh, that really jumped on board then and that kind of carried the torch now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting, Nick, when, when we look back, you know, and, and, and I, your career's not over, so I, I don't want to make this a, a post-mortem of your career because you still got lots to accomplish this year, and, you know, hopefully Montreal can get to the playoffs and we'll see more of, uh, more of Nick Lewis. Heck, you even got a, a year left in your contract next year. Are you going to play again next year? You know what, Jack? I'd love to score a playoff touchdown. There you go. It's something that's never happened before. You've never scored a playoff touchdown? I scored one against Sask, and they got called back. It was like a 60-something touchdown, and they got called back. That's the only one I've ever scored. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> How is that possible? Uh, it's crazy. Cra- crazy game sometimes, isn't it? The all-time it receiving is. leader in the Canadian Football League, and you've never caught a, a playoff touchdown. Well, that's that's definitely got to change. So, uh, you know, you're, you're 35. You could probably play till you're 40, Nick. The way things are going right now. Oh no! Hey, I'm 98 percent sure this is it. And if I come back next year, I'm 100 percent sure next year will be the last. If, if there is next year, but I'm having fun. I'm having so much fun playing, man. It's like a lot of the young guys in the league right now. They show me a lot of respect, and, and it's so fun to go out there and just compete against them and and, and play the game and. I'm just really enjoying playing the game. Uh, when I was younger, I used to just worry about winning and losing the whole game that I never got to really enjoy it. Right. It was like every second was about winning and losing and not about having fun playing football and enjoying the atmosphere and everything. So now I'm enjoying it and I'm enjoying just going out there and, and loving it. And I, you know, I, I hate to lose and, and I'm still going to compete as hard as I can, but Man, I'm having a blast. Mm. Uh, let me ask you this question, because at what point in your career did you think this truly was possible, that I could become the GOAT, that I could become the greatest of all time? And, and, and I know you sort of referenced it a little bit last night on TSN, uh, talking about, you know, it was your good buddy, you know, Jermaine Copeland, who we know very well here in Calgary as well, and we had the Coping with Nick show on these uh, on these airwaves. Uh, you know, he sort of he sort of said, Nick, you got to stick around. W- w- was it Cope that really, you know, kept you kept you going? Yeah, I, we sit there right there in the studio with you and Mark, yeah. and and you heard Coach said you're too close. You have to keep going. That's right. And when I was say, when I was sitting there saying I was probably done after that year or so, and and Coach was like, "No, you're way too close. You you can't give. It, you can't not try to go for it." So, I mean, that was a huge driving force for me for him to continue to believe in me and. When after the injury in thirteen, I just wanted to prove I could come back, and I and I did that. And, and then last year, going in last year, I was just thinking, well, if I get eighty catches, then that would put me about seventy something away, uh, and I can I could probably do that two years. I could probably do if I do eighty this year, I could probably do eighty again the next year. And um, I went out and had one hundred and two, 
And then it was just like, you know, it's right there in my grasp. I stay healthy. Mm. I, I don't think there's any regrets. You know, it's, it's one of those situations. I know I'm getting texts already. You know, people were still wishing you were a member of the Calgary Stampeders. But, you know, things don't always happen that way. And sometimes things happen for a reason. But, um, you know, it, it's almost a shame that you're not doing this record as a, as a member of the Calgary Stampeders. And I guess that's a, that's a regret for Stampeder fans. No, you know what? And, and I appreciate that. Um, I have 100% respect to Huff and Dave and, and that whole coaching staff and that organization from Ken King down. Um and I, and I tell people all the time, there's an agreement between football players and, and organizations. And, and our agreement was, you're going to pay me very well to be one of the best players on the field. Um, and the next year after I came back, I was not one of the best players on the field. I was still in a lot of pain. Um, my ankle was still swollen, didn't respond very well. And it just doesn't make business sense to pay me very well to not know if I'll ever come back. Um, and I think they made the best decision possible for the team moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you have to look at is, is making decisions for the team. Um, I had great communication with them throughout that process. And uh, and I had an opportunity to play. And, and due to injury here last year with SJ, uh, I had the chance to really grow into a role that uh, allowed me to show that I could be back at that level. So I think it worked out best for, for all sides. And, I mean, they're still an amazing team. They're still winning games. And they still have amazing receivers and players over there in that locker room. And, you know, I, I just think it's the, the outlook of what you really have to understand. Uh, and and me leaving has allowed Mark Quay to really grow into that role. And, and I'm so proud of him as well. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so I just had a text come in, and, and, and it said, you know, you said you're 98% sure this is going to be your final year. You're, you're going to keep your options open because you have two of your two-year contract. But uh, the Stampeder fan says, uh, when you do retire, will you sign a one-day contract with the Calgary Stampeders and, and, and retire as a Stampeder? Oh, of course. Oh. I mean, that's, and I've already I've already discussed that with the uh, the ownership here and uh, and Cavis and everybody here. So that's well documented that will happen. Okay. Well, fans are very happy to hear that, uh, Nick. And uh, I tell you what, it was it was fun to watch. Hey, is your mom handy? Can I can I say hi to your mom? Oh, I can go in here and see. She's with my daughter right <laughs> she's, now. She's with your daughter right <laughs> now. Uh, always like hold talking. On, hold on one second. Okay. Here nope. she go. No problem. Uh, Nick Lewis, the all-time leading receiver in the Canadian Football League, and of course Hello. his mom. Faye, long time no speak. It's Jock Wilson. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I am excellent. It's so good to talk to you. What about your boy? What did you think last oh, night? Oh, my goodness. Listen, I didn't think it would happen this past week. I really was looking for next week. Right. I came up for two weeks to make sure I didn't miss anything. So it was a shock that it happened to me so early. I mean, nine catches, I thought, he'll get the majority of them this week and then finish up next week. It'll well, be great. But. As he was saying, Faye, he said, you know, you, you, last time you were in Montreal, he won, a, he won a Great Cup championship, and then, you know, you're in Montreal this weekend, and he, and he, and he sets the record. So uh, I, you, might, you might just have to become a full-time Montreal person. Well, yeah, but listen, I love Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> I like to hear that. Faye, I like to hear that. Hey. I love Calgary. Calgary is just our first. You know, they say your first is just 
has a place in your heart. Nothing else can replace. Uh, you know what, Faye? It's, it's so it's so so nice to hear that. And if you don't mind, you know, Nick talked a lot about how you were an inspiration. The whole family was an inspiration, and you mm-hmm. know, but but he he was ready to pack it in, and and he, and and, and Mum said, "No, you can't. I'm not ready yeah. to, uh, to to watch you stop playing football." Uh, t- mm-hmm. t- tell me your story when when that came down. Well, you know, we talked about it. He played so long, and I knew that that was a love of his. I knew that that was something that was fulfilling. And I told him and his sister, you have to do something you're passionate about so that each and every day you wake up, you enjoy it, and you live life. And I knew football was something he just breathed, you know, as well as basketball. He loved it. He, You could just see the joy in his face. So I didn't want to give up on something I knew that would really complete him. He, it would really be a passion for him. And he would have that love to excel in it. Well, and, uh, you're bang on, Faye. And, and now that then you think of your little baby as the GOAT, mm-hmm. the greatest of all time in the Canadian Football League, you've you got to be, uh-huh. so, you be so proud. Oh, I'm so proud. I'm so proud, but I told him I started to pray for that, even back when he was in high school, you know, because of how he loved the game and how it just, it was a natural thing, you know. It was just a natural thing that I could see that just, he was just, you know, he just loved it. Uh, He loved it from day one, and you could see it, and so that's something you want to encourage because you know that. If he loves what he does, oh, how how great life is when we can do what we love. <laughs> Faye, I love you. Yeah. I, I love your son as well. Uh, we're out of time. Thanks so much. Uh, you give your, your son a big hug for me. And I, can't I wait. will do that. I can't wait until the uh, the Montreal Alouettes uh, get here to Calgary. So uh, you, you take Sounds care. great. Thanks a lot. Okay, thank you. Take Good care. Good to you. You betcha. All right, bye-bye. Faye Lewis, Nick Lewis, right here on Sports Talk with Jock. we got to take a break. This is News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock, weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary, CHQR.